Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted, and we are here for a special edition NBA tread, 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 trade deadline show. And I'm stuttering, man. I'm stuttering because I'm, su- I'm it's not, so. It's not the same intro as usual. I know, and I don't know what to do about it. But I'm so I'm went to a happy place. You went to a new place. Right. I'm like so stoked. I can't even talk. Before we get into this. Be sure we're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs and following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet, following Goose at Bulls Scripted, following me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Dude, what a turnaround in less than 24 hours have we recorded together. What a turnaround of moods in the span of, what was it, when we got done last night, 16 hours? Or it was like, 14 yeah, hours we or 13. We in 16 hours. It was probably closer to 17, 18, but uh, less than a day, uh, night and day, literally. Uh, we went to bed at night. Shit was pretty fucking dark, and you woke up this morning, and one minute Woj is going, well, you know, the Orlando Magic are listening to offers for Vucevic, but the, you know, relatively, you know, this isn't going to happen. There's too many moving pieces that would need to happen in the next two hours. Five minutes later, Vucevic to the Bulls for Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter. We didn't even know about the picks originally, and I was like, all right, how many picks did this just cost us? And we find out it only cost us two, and they're both protected in the top four. So we are double-dipping all around, and I am I'm ecstatic. Uh, I'm sure it's, it's hard to find a Bulls fan that is not happy today. Oh, you could find them. They exist. <laughs> but uh... – <laughs> But yeah, dude, I I could not believe my eyes. I I think it was because more so along the lines, man, as what we were talking about yesterday. It was like, I think that Lonzo Ball stuff was on my mind so much. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But that was on my mind so much. I didn't see a deal of this magnitude taking place. And when it did, I I remember like looking at my phone. I'm like, man, am I reading this right? Like, is this for real? And then sure as shit, bro. It's real. Like they traded, and then we're done. It wasn't even that. Wasn't it? Right, and then the report. Then we turned a pile into a pile of crap into a a, a backup center, a backup wing, and some guy that I've watched some overseas short little clips of. That man, this dude's vicious with the ball in his hand when he goes to the rack. Uh, And I'm talking about Javante Green. So you. Oh yeah. What what I'm referring to is. The initial trade was just Washington that we heard, and we sent out Hutch and Gafford for Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner. So, pretty equal deal, fair swap, you know. Uh, I think the Bulls won it. I had mentioned Troy Brown a couple times on our show of, you know, buy low wing prospects that we could upgrade with. and Goose had it first. Yeah, I don't know about if I had it first. I'm, I'm but, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, but, we're, but we were on it. Um they did that. That was a fantastic move. Then later we find out that that move's expanded. We lose Luke Cornette and some Luke Cornette and Mo Wagner end up going to the Celtics and we get Daniel Tice. So we revamped our whole entire roster in fucking 12 hours. I am, I am so excited for Saturday and I'm hoping that they're active and available. I would hope with three days to, you know, travel and all that, that, that they should be available. Um, the Magic were supposed to play tomorrow night, and they actually just beat one of the best teams in the league, the Suns. So you get you're getting a dog. 
We went from not having a center to having a top five center in the league. Over I'm this is fucking insane. Yeah, like I said, I was super shocked. I really like getting Al Farouk Aminu back, too. I know he's been hurt a lot in his career, but he is a good veteran presence. Uh, over 40 playoff games he's played in his career, okay? So that's that's a good sign that, that brings in a veteran, another veteran guy to kind of help the younger players that are still here. Um, I like that. I The Troy Brown Jr. thing, I was all about that as well. Daniel Tice, I'm all about that. You know, and I, I'm I'm super excited, man, because this is something different that Bulls fans have been clamoring for for a long time that we have not seen aggressiveness. And honest well, to God, our sticking point last night was just no half-assed moves. Right, be, be convicted in your decision. And this, I know these these phrases are getting you know phased out of our uh, our language, but this is a big dick move, man. That was a big dick move, and I, I'm I'm excited. I am so happy. Right we got to steal a line from uh, Bears on Tap right now. Arturis Karnasovas and Mark Eversley threw their meat on the table. <laughs> that's that's what they did. <laughs> got to steal a line from my boys over there at Bears on Tap. They they threw his meat on the table. Bringing in Vooch also speaks volumes, not to only the play that we're going to see on the court, but it speaks volumes of what you think of Zach Levine. That is the guy that AK and Mark Eversley are choosing to build around right now, in my opinion. Now, this could change as Zach will enter unrestricted free agency, not after this year, but after next. That's 21-22. He'll be entering. But uh, like the comment that you just shared from one of our followers listening, this move pretty much solidifies that Zach will resign. Right, right. And we don't know. We we heard Zach last night at the end of the game say, no, they haven't approached me about any decisions. I would like to, you know, have some input or, you know, w- know what's going to happen or be asked about it before it happens. But I also don't expect that. So I'm curious if that facet of that happened. But this move not only sends a message to Zach, but this locker room. We don't have a draft pick this year. We're, we are not plotting against you up here. We want you to succeed. The position we're putting you in is not because we're out to get you. It's because this is what we feel is best for our team. And if you don't agree, we apologize. But we're not we're not sabotaging you. We're going for this right now. And that message should ring clear to every player that's walking in that door and every player that gets to walk back in that door. Because we got a lot of guys that aren't going to be here that were here for the last game. Right, and the stealthiness of this front office too, man. The way they are doing things is just absolutely amazing. And I want to throw out this out to everybody that's watching us live on either Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. You guys could throw questions, comments, whatever. I'll throw them all up on the big board. We'll talk about them because this is what this is meant to be. This is meant to be an interactive kind of show today because of how the excitement around everything. I want to hear people's opinions. I want to read them. I want to see what everybody's thinking. I um, As I, I really sit and think about it, to you know me, I get really far ahead. I like to plan far ahead. So as I was looking at Vooch's contract, he is set to become an unrestricted free agent, okay? And 2022-23, that is the year that the Joker is set to hit unrestricted free agency. I feel like Arturis, which is a great thing in my mind, Arturis and Mark Eversley have these contracts that are here right now that will not hamper potential Good free agent classes, because as we've said on the show before, 2021 free agency blows. It's not good. There's not a lot of, I don't want to say the players blow, it's ignorant. There's not a lot of transcending talent that's in there that will help put you over the hump. But like 2022 and 2023, there is. And this works either way. 
and I'm I'm super excited about it. And one thing I can't stop thinking about, pick and roll, man. Pick and roll with Zach and, and Vooch. Can you imagine one of them rolling to the rim? Like I mean, it, even more so pick and pop. We, we that too. Fun, that fun, too. Fun stat shared by I think it's Stat News on Twitter that the Bulls now have two of the four players in the NBA averaging over 25 points and six attempts from three, shooting 40% from three. So we got two of the best three-point shooters in the league that are going to be running the pick and roll and the pick and pop and any kind of pick you can think of together. And that is exciting because you I, I joked about it yesterday when I was making fake trades for Sabonis when we heard that the Pacers were potentially shopping there all-star big man um vooch is a way you you're kind of putting wendell and lowry into the same person you're getting a guy that can rebound can pass can facilitate vooch isn't the defender that wendell was supposed to be but he is everything else and he's he's been shooting at this rate for a long time the last few years it's been a consistent trend uh and he's actually having outside of per and i think true shooting percentage he's having his best season of his career this year. And I'm sure that has a lot to do with some of the injuries that the magic are dealing with, but to get a guy up in his prime at 30 years old, and I'm not worried about him declining. He's not like an athletic freak. He's just big ass dude with skills. His game is going to get better kind of as he gets, obviously when he gets over that hump, it's not going to get better, but you know what I'm saying? He's still going to keep improving. Fun fact about uh, Vooch is that he has out rebounded our top two rebounders which were was Wendell Carter Jr. and Thaddeus Young. He's out-rebounded them this year. He was the only player in, in the league this season that led his team in points, rebounds, assists, steals. I mean, that's he is a very, very good player. Now we have a question up. Uh, Lowry's camp expects him to start. Do you think he would succeed better off the bench? I'm going to keep this short and sweet, my friend. There's no, They're not benching him. He's not getting benched. Thad's not. I don't, I don't see Thad starting. I don't. They're going to move him back to the bench. Monitor his minutes. I don't think so, man. You think Dad's going to start over Lowry Marketing? Who's been our second best player? Who's been healthy the whole season? Who technically covers for Vooch's one flaw, which is defense? So much floor spacing when, when Lowry's in. Yes, and I'm not saying, obviously, we're going to see it. Lowry's still going to be heavily in the rotation, whether he's coming off the bench or he's starting. I mean, the what Lowry's camp wants or thinks doesn't matter at this point. What they wanted needed to be compromised on in the offseason if they wanted a contract. The Bulls aren't worried about Lowry Markkinen's contract. They're not worried about Lowry Markkinen. If they could have traded him straight up for Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball would be here instead of Lowry Markkinen. Right. Lowry has to prove his worth to the league, and he has to prove his worth to the Bulls. I'm a Lowry Markkinen stand. I love Lowry. I'm glad that he is still here, but to assume that he gets the starting role over a 13-year veteran that's been your second-best player, I don't think so. Okay, that's that's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. We have another one. No more excuses for Zach from Gary Bird eighty nine. Uh, Gary, that's a good point. But I also kind of want to throw this out. If you are excited about the Vooch trade, you have to understand that this is now the best player. Obviously, we need to see them hit the court together. But per number wise, this is the best player Zach Levine has ever played with. Right here, right now, Saturday night. That is the best player he has ever played with. And the same thing goes for Vooch in Orlando because there was a lot of people saying, well, he's never made the playoffs. He hasn't done this. He hasn't done that. When you don't have a lot of talent around you, you're not going to get there. I'm not saying that this is I a championship have, duo. I think the Magic have made the playoffs with Vooch. Him being, not, 
Him being their number one guy, you need to go look because I have no idea. I don't think they have. They might have, man. The magic kind of blow. Well, yeah. I mean, right now they're 14th. That's why they traded. Last year they finished right. eighth in the East. Okay. Previous year they finished seventh in the East. Oh. Uh, the year before that they were. 14th. Yeah, but who was on their team? Was he the best player? He didn't they have? Yeah, uh... I mean, I mean, do you think Evan Fournier or? Aaron Gordon? I know he – well, yeah, Aaron Never Gordon. They had Vic for a little – or no, though, Vic was already he gone. He the Beach. only player on their team that was an all-star between 2018 and now. He was an all-star twice. Out of the yeah. last three seasons, he's been an all-star twice. They have not had another all-star on their team. Well, I th- oh, I switched this. Don't you think it's fair to say, though, that it was a better constructed roster than what the Chicago Bulls were trotting out? I mean, not what he's walking into now. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm saying okay. in Orlando. When he was in Orlando, he had a better constructed roster yeah. to get there. Yeah, definitely. I um, think that this is a big step for both of them, and I think they get better because of this. No, I mean, for a guy like Vooch that is 30 years old, you know, this is his prime. He doesn't want to be stuck on a team like Orlando that's going into a rebuild or never really truly got out of a rebuild. Instead, he comes to a young, hungry team with a guy like Zach that, that also wants and needs to win now because he's tired of hearing how he's just an empty calories guy. But to um, the point, no, Zach, Zach's excuses are beginning to fade. The, the Bulls just picked up some perimeter defense for him. They picked up an actual center to run the pick and roll with. He's got a co-star. You could argue a Vooch is better than Zach uh, at this point in time. So, I mean, no, there, there is no more excuses for Zach Levine. I think that this stops a lot of the chucking that we brought up last night as well because he has another guy that can get his shot. No, yeah, I mean, and hopefully in crunch time, the only thing you have to run is the pick and roll and the pick and pop with these two guys because that's that's going to be your best play. You you want to have a comfort zone in that, and, you know, uh, hopefully it decreases Zach's chucking. It should increase our playmaking, too. I know a lot of people are worried, oh, we still didn't get a point guard. Well, I mean, we just doubled our assists at the center spot. If you've watched Billy's system or you've seen breakdowns of how he even used Steven Adams last year, uh Passing bigs and Billy systems tend to do really well. I mean, we've seen it from Thad this year too. So um, I think we're, we're we're trading off, but we got the best player available that was moved at the trade deadline, and that's not something we've been able to say as Bulls fans for a while. Absolutely. I think we definitely won the trade deadline today. The Chicago Bulls definitely won that. Um, we have a qu- question from uh, Tyler2035, so we get Alonzo this summer. I mean, that's my pipe dream. Um, you know, I was really hoping that today they make a move for him. Obviously, it didn't come to fruition. Uh, looks like the Pelicans were expecting maybe more than people in the league were willing to give. But we saw a couple names not move, like Kyle Lowry. We didn't see him move. We didn't see, the, obviously, Lonzo move. You know, Vic came. Victor Oladipo came down to, like, the last couple minutes. See, uh, but that all came down because of Lowry. The Heat were trying to get Lowry instead. And then when they couldn't, they said, fuck it, we'll take the guy that's going to come cheaper and we can – you know, still keep options open for the offseason, but we, we want to upgrade. So they, they did what they could because Toronto, that situation didn't make sense to me. They're, they were leaking reports of how they were letting him figure out contract extensions with teams so he could be traded and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, well, he's still an unrestricted free agent next year. Like, if he wants to sign elsewhere, that doesn't give you more leverage, per se. At least I wouldn't take that as more leverage as a GM. I'd be like, no, he wants to play for my fucking team. That, that, <laughs> Take the shit that I'm offering you or take nothing. Um, so Toronto ultimately decided not to move Lowry, which was weird. 
Right. And then Jerry, yeah, we did just talk about that, that uh, Vooch contract lines up with Jokic's free agency. And I know that if, we should, we should just be excited. What's like right in front of us right now, but I was along your lines of thinking, my friend, I, I was the same way. Um, and you know, what's funny. I, I kind of want to bring up too, is that, um, Oh, what's up? What's up TK. Uh, yeah, I did see the Jabari Parker was, <laughs> uh, was released. Unfortunately, I I'm a Jabari guy. I like Jabari Chicago kid, but I, um, I thought it was so Remember funny, when and I. Jabari Parker was our future. Holy shit! <laughs> We've had some bad times, man. We've had some really bad times in hey, the recent years hey, here. But actually, I, on the note of Jabari Parker, we actually have to thank Jabari Parker right now because without paying Jabari Parker twenty million dollars for one season that we traded for three seasons of Otto Porter Jr., we do not have Mister Kirkland himself to send for matching salary for Vucevic. So. Thank you, Jabari Parker. It all came full circle. Your your sacrifice was worth it. Jesus Christ. Can you explain to the people what Mr. Kirkland is? So if you um, don't know Mr. what that means, Kirkland, please. It is the bottle that Otto was popping during the offseason, during a pandemic, running around a house party, uh, pouring glasses up for people, just drinking out of the bottle. Just, you know, no, no care in the world, which if I had that kind of money, I probably wouldn't care either. And I agree again, TK. I, I do agree that Vooch does help Lowry. Um, and I think that that's a good thing, like you had pointed out in your previous comment, because he t- Vooch takes more attention away from Lowry Markinen. He does more things when he gets into the paint, where Wendell Carter Jr. was not a threat. It, this might actually help Lowry Markinen. I'm very interested to see the two play together for sure. Um, Just the fact Lowry doesn't have to be our second best scorer every night will take pressure off of Lowry and allow him to. To, to grow into that role instead of just getting shat on for not scoring 30 points a night. And from our favorite beat writer that everybody loves, Joe Colley. I mean, he's he's our guy. I'm big Joe Colley guy. He was on the score today, and I was listening to him. He actually put out a really good tweet, too, that they brought in some tough-minded Euros today. You know, Tice, Vooch, you know, and now they're with Lowry, and he, he said that Lowry can relate more to these guys, you know, and that might actually help him, too. That might be a locker room presence for Lowry Markinen. So there's a lot of – pluses that this Vooch trade brings. And just to go over some of the numbers for people that haven't had the chance to, you know, get there and look at it yet because they're just getting off of work or whatever. Vujicic is having a great year. Vujicic is averaging 24.5 points per game. Vujicic, whatever, man. You know, I can't talk. I can't can't talk, bro. He's on our team now. He's on our team now. There's actually... I'm just going to say Vooch. An Orlando beat reporter that put it out. Let's get it right before he gets to Chicago. And he's I don't care if people party. get mad at me. I try my best. I'm, slur- I'm, I'm drinking. I have it. been I have been drinking. So anyway, <laughs> Vooch is averaging 24.5. <laughs> he's averaging 24.5 points per game, 11.8 boards, 3.8 assists. He's shooting 48% from the field, 40.6% from downtown. That's the numbers that he's bringing to the Chicago Bulls right now. That's what he's coming over with. And I actually 20 point double double. Right. Um, great passer, too. You know, he's had a couple trip dubs this year. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, Cody Westerland was talking on the score today, too. He took the net rating, okay, of what he expects the Chicago Bulls starting lineup to be. And obviously, we need to see them on the court together, get them in the system. But with this net rating that he brought up, you know, I'm not like a crazy numbers guy, but he said that the offense with how it is right now, based on career stats, they'll be a top five offense in the NBA. 
net rate. So, I mean, that's, if anything you could take from that, it's optimism. You don't need to believe it, but you could be optimistic about what might happen. Oh, I, I don't need advanced analytics to tell me that two all-stars is better than one all-star and having perimeter defense and rebounding is better than not having it. Well, so. let's talk about that too. Let's talk about perimeter. Let's talk about Troy Brown Jr. A little well, bit. Like you brought up, hasn't played much this year. Maybe if the Magic were a better team, he would feel the need to play more and Maybe if we make this playoff push we're expecting to make at this point now that we weren't expecting to make last night, um, hopefully he's healthy by that because that he is a really big, versatile wing presence. We had a uh, – again, I, I was on 670 all day. I had that on, on in the background while I was at the office. And Troy Bound Jr.'s head coach actually called in to the score today. Oh, to talk, Yeah, to talk to Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel. Now, he went to high school in Vegas. Uh, coach is actually from this area, the Elgin area, and he was saying like that, I guess, Coach K and another – it was another coach that went to go scout Troy Brown Jr. And he was like they were comparing him, and I know this is kind of crazy, maybe a little bias shown here from the high school coach, but saying that he is better suited at playing the point guard position because he's a very good facilitator. And they said he has a little bit of Magic Johnson in him. Again, not going to freak <laughs> out here. That's a Hall of Famer. That's one of the best players of all time. Not going to go that far, but we got Thadjik. We got Thadjik. And, and now we got Troy. Uh, I can't think. Bradjik? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, Bradjik. I have no idea. Tragic? Yeah, tra tragic. Tragic. So, I'm curious to see how AK uses him, you know, because he kind of fell out of the rotation there in Washington. And, and, and Denny had taken a lot of his time. You know, obviously, lottery pick that's going to happen. In the bubble, the kid played fantastic. So I'm I'm very excited to see what he brings to the table. Oh, I think we got a steal there, dude. I, I do too. I do too. And I, I also I think we got a steal with Tice. I, I couldn't believe Boston moved him for for Wagner, and that that like I know it came out to be a bigger trade than that, but I mean I was just so shocked to see those reports because he is a bulldog. No, I mean he was in their starting lineup. I and do you wrong. remember how Joe said? You need more dogs on this team. And I respect and I hold Joe's word very highly because he's been around this team for a long time. He knows the game of basketball, and he said they needed more guys that were dogs, guys that are in there that are, are fighting to win and, and not in their own heads all the time. And he was very respectful about Wendell Carter Jr., but he had even said, like, you know, Wendell got in his head and he was, he, Wendell was open to that about the media too. Like, if I play poorly, I, it affects me. It's like he, he doesn't have that, I had a bad game mentality. Let's move to the next. Oh, shit. It's not even that. It's, he can't even leave it play to play. He, he's better at leaving it game to game. He can't go play to play. He fouls somebody. He feels he gets a foul that he didn't deserve. Yeah. I mean, I wish Wendell all the luck in Orlando, but. The Tice move. No, I the, I was watching the jump, and they had their little smoke machine going off every time you had a trade, and they were breaking down the Celtics trading for Evan Fournier, and they had Tice in the starting lineup breaking down their rotation, and the next thing you know, the smoke's going off, and, oh, Daniel Tice is going to Chicago. Perk, how do you feel about that? And Perk was like, what? They traded Daniel Tice? I think they was like they didn't even know who they got yet, but I'm sure if he told Perk that they got Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner, he would have lost the shit on TV because that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if they saved Cap in the move or what the motivation there was really, but that didn't make sense to me. 
one's one man's trash not trash though is another man's treasure i, I have one no idea treasure is another man's treasure but it, yeah the trash? i don't know what happened <laughs> i don't know what happened i i just i was shocked to see that move you know and brad stevens thinks he's robert ory jr too that's what happened <laughs> oh man talk about the celtics train wreck this year i thought they would be a little bit more active and they had just according to reports lost out on aaron gordon i think he would have been a big help for their team i really do i see i thought they could have used that i thought that's where we were going to get that extra first to trade for lonzo yeah i god man i I, tell I, you. I am not mad at all that they did not overpay for lonzo if you have to overpay in the trade and then overpay in free agency to keep them that is a horrible equation um, you landed a fucking all-star. I don't really think it cost you that much. I'm not really stressing about those picks. Worst case scenario, we, you know, we play horrible. We have injuries and we get lottery lucky and we still get the top prospects in the draft. I, I, I can't believe that Orlando took two, you know, lottery protect essentially because the Bulls aren't going to be bad. You're in the freaking East. Like the East isn't going to become some powerhouse in the next two years. Yeah, wasn't that you? I think it was actually Fred who was along our lines of thinking t- today during that uh, little Twitter thread that we were on, saying that I can't remember who was talking, but he was saying that you're giving the East way too much credit. And not just that, I really do think with Billy at the helm coaching this team and getting players that he's getting, and AK and Mark building this team. In, in a weird way, it's kind of like we have, and I'm not, obviously Jokic is an MVP candidate, so I'm going to back off that, but it, it's kind of like you have a Murray-Jokic type thing, and I really appreciated that comment because it is kind of like that, even though I do think that Zach Levine well, might I, be. I called Vooch knockoff Jokic, and I wasn't sure if that was insulting to Jokic or Vucevic. <laughs> Here, say, say, say his last name again. Vucevic. Vucevic. All right. Vucevic. Because Joe Joe just tweeted at us and he said that every time I say his name wrong, we're going to make a new drinking game out of it. So I told him I'll be wasted by the end of the podcast. Oh, you, that usually happens anyway. So, yeah, you don't need assistance. Um... <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> the truth. It is. Get on, it's like 9, 10 o'clock. I guess tonight it's early. You're not going to be too blitzed. No, you know, not yet. This is number one and two. After the second one, they'll start going down like water, though. Oh, yeah. They always go down like water, man. They quench my thirst, pork chop in every can. You know what I mean? So, no, I mean, the Troy Brown thing, I think that's going to be a big I, – I can't believe we turned what we did into what we did. Yeah. You know, I, it, it's it's mind-boggling to me that you traded the shit on the back end of your roster. Wendell Carter Jr., whose value is currently the lowest it's been. You just benched him. You're not even playing him 20 minutes a game, and he's the only center on your team – Really? So what does that say what you think about him? And he's ultimately the centerpiece around salary filler and two protected firsts for an all-star? Like, ah, I get what the Magic are doing, but I think they fucked up, man. I, I think they did, too. I, I think they did, too. Um, we have a fun comment on here from Jerry Crumbs. He said, cut fellatio. Now, cut Jerry. Fellatio. Jerry. another one we can drink, too. J- Jerry, I got to explain something to you real quick. He is the longest tenured bull. And he will see this contract out. Okay. We are not getting rid of the man, the myth, the legend. We are. Cristiano well, we, Flacio. We have to be getting rid of him. Stop it. His, He's going to be. His value expired at two o'clock central time today. His, his $7.5 million contract no longer works as a salary filler and a trade to make things work. 
you're paying him that money to sit on the bench now. You might as well pay him that money to go sit on the couch if you are serious about being a playoff team. There is probably hundreds of players between the G League free agency overseas that you could throw a minimum contract at that are better served to sit on your bench than Cristiano Felicio. It, it, I think it'll just hurt me a little bit because he's been the butt of my jokes for a long time. And yeah, uh, this, this, the, this contract's coming to an end. The, the relinquishing of Felicio back to to being able to travel the world and that and not have to worry about playing basketball will, will be great for him. It'll be a revelation for Bulls fans who now get to move to the future and leave all that shit in the past. I mean, is it really? It's kind of just like Lowry that's left, right? Shit, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, Lowry you would say, well, you would, say, you would say Zach because they traded for him. But well, no, it, it is locked in that sentence. I mean, I guess that and Sato too, but who knows what happens with them this offseason with their partially guaranteed contracts. So Right. And that's the thing. As I was looking at the cap too, they would have a chance. I mean, they're going to be a little bit strapped, but they would have a chance with a couple of those contracts coming off, depending on who they add to to make another bigger splash to pair with Zach and, and Vooch. I mean, that's not, a, that's not an off thing to say. That could definitely happen. Oh, no, you could definitely trade Sadoransky's expiring contract that could be um, voided to half of what he makes. He makes $10 million a year. You could take the non-guaranteed portion and pay him $5 million to go be a free agent if you're New Orleans. So if the Bulls need to create space, we've seen with rosters like the Miami Heat, if you want to do something, you can find ways to do it. And the Bulls have the contracts on their roster still to do that if they want to pursue Lonzo Ball's free agency. And I think that that's like the biggest thing too, is that we we're not sure if we have a a point guard that's going to help these. guys. I mean, Sato does a good job. I'm I'm curious to see how Kobe is with these guys too. Now, I mean, this is a new look team. I don't know. This is going to be awesome. I like this on the pick and roll, Vooch too. Right, and I think that Kobe finally gets to focus on scoring with Vooch in the lineup too, which is a cool thing. Um, you know, and I was a huge proponent of letting Kobe try to figure it out this year because this was a as we said a million times on the show this is what I thought was going to be a developmental year and it, tough love right. comes with development you know like them getting benched and everything like that but I'm I'm excited I think that this is going to be good but I I will be I, I, I do have to say that it's so funny we made all these moves and how good these moves are and how on cloud nine we are right now and I sit and I want more and I don't know if I feel selfish <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I wanted more. more. I want more. You know, I, I wanted to <laughs> like I was a little disappointed when we didn't get ball. You know, but I wasn't sad though. Like I wasn't like throw my hands up in the air, like, fuck this trade deadline is bullshit. Like I was more like, this is okay. This is okay. Cause now we'll just get him in restricted free agency or we'll we'll go another route. That was that's I, my thought process. I you know, I really think that the Pelicans screwed themselves. I really do. You have a player that literally checked himself out of practice early today. He's hurt, bro. He expected to be traded. He wanted to be traded. He thought he was the hell out of there. And now he's got to walk back in that locker room and finish the season with you. He's going to tell you he's got a hit flexor for the rest of the year. He doesn't want to be there. And they can't pay them because of what they're paying Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams. So the Bulls said, no, we're not going to take those shitty contracts from you. No, we're not going to give you a first for him. We'll wait until you have even less leverage, 
and we can pay him more than you can still, even after these moves that we made, and we'll get him too, and it won't cost us anything because he'll want to be here. This dude, you can only you can only play five guys at a time, Buzz. I know, man. I know, but like, I just want I wanted more, man. I wanted more. <laughs> you know, I only I wanted more, bro. But it's all good. I, I love what we did. I think it's all great, and I'm excited about it for sure. Um, just so everybody does know, that's joining us here on this podcast right now. You can go over to betrivers.com. Use promo code on tap. The Bulls playoff odds just went to plus one eighty. So if you use the promo code on tap, if you're not signed up for Bet Rivers yet, go over there. Use promo code on tap. They'll match up to $250. Make your first bet on the Bulls making the playoffs. It's easy Wait, money in your pocket. I got my stimmy yesterday. Oh, look at you. And and you mean I can turn 250 into 500 real quick? Yeah, you sure can. That, that, that's what I can do. Yeah, and the Bulls right just now. got a second all-star. And yep. they play in the Eastern Conference. Yep. And, and they have positive odds. Like like I could double $500 into 1000 if they, they just make the playoffs. Yeah, it's like plus one eighty or something like that and, for them. And, the and there's 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 ten spots, so we don't even have to be an AC. We can just be a ten seed and then kick some ass once we get our continuity together. Yeah, I mean, that sounds that sounds pretty fucking good to me. I think I might lose two hundred fifty dollars in a second. Yeah, well, go ahead, man. Do it. Make it happen. Uh, we will. I mean, BetRivers.com promo code on tap. They'll match it up for you. But yeah, I. You know, again, I, I'm just super excited. And then everybody else, again, on this call, our Taurus Karnaschovas is speaking with the media at 6.30. So we're going to wrap this at like 6.25, 6.26. Give you a chance to grab a beer, use the bathroom, listen to the real man talk. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, I guess, I don't know if I really have to eat crow because I think the stance was fair. Um, not, not to be blindly faithful, but it's not blind anymore. Sign me up. I believe we believe let's let's fucking do this shit, man. Um, Saturday's game against the Spurs is going to be completely different than the vibe that we gave off last night. dude. I, I mean, and I selfishly, I get a lot of people still are down on Larry. I am so glad that he's still here. I, oh I mean, yeah. I wanted Lonzo, man, but I like Lowry and I, I do think that Lonzo is a real option this offseason, but I'm, I, I like Lowry. I am a big, I'm a Lowry fan. Again, I say this all the time, sign Jersey right over there. Big Lowry guy. It's just, so no, I mean, I with the fact that we were able to trade for a fucking all-star, and it only cost us one of the players that we've drafted at seven, uh, one of the players that we've acquired in this rebuild process. In my opinion, the one with the lowest season, the you know ceiling and potential long-term. You include him with two future picks that it, you have protected, which is the mind-blowing thing to me. Is if you're Orlando, like, does a pick tend to? 14 really do much for you and then next season when the bulls actually have you know time to retool this roster and some space to improve more and then you're picking 15 16 17 18 19 20 wherever the hell the bulls end up in the east it could be anywhere in the top five uh like is that really worth what you just did could you not have got more if you waited until free agency i mean until draft night this guy has a contract that is descending in value I pointed the Bulls have the two cheapest all-stars in the NBA on their roster. Zach Levine makes under $20 million. By the end of his contract, Vucevic is going to be making $22 million. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, again, I'm surprised by how the trade went. I'm happy with how the trade went, and I love that there was protections thrown on the picks. And a lot of, from Twitter and just looking on there, a lot of Orlando Magic fans were not happy about those protections. Kelly Oubre, Minnesota. 
Yeah, it was Kelly Oubre, Eric Pascal, Minnesota's 2021 first round pick for Levine could have been a possible trade. I did not see that anywhere, but with the Vooch trade, I think what we said in the beginning of the podcast, they gave their green light to Zach Levine. No, to me, man, when when we didn't trade Zach on draft night like I thought we could do, and you draft somebody like Patrick Williams, who ultimately the the goal is to fill Zach's biggest void as a two-way player on the wing, they were committed to Zach. And then this trade goes through. They're all in, man. That's it. There is no trading Zach. We're paying Zach. That's happening. He's going to want to stay now. So not only did you get Vucevic with those two future picks, but you ultimately secured Zach Levine long-term, I feel. That's that's some exciting shit. Absolutely. And by our guy Dice with COVID, do you think the new guys will be available next game? I had said the same thing, but uh, everything uh, that I've read, everything that I have read pretty much states that they're going to be ready by Saturday. I don't know that for sure. It's just things that I've you, come across. You but, know who's going to know that? Arturis. Oh, yeah, our tourists will probably tell us tonight. So in five minutes, we'll get that answer. Yeah, we'll get that answer in about five minutes. But we thank everybody for joining us on the NBA trade deadline special. Um, Super excited for Javante Green, who we touched on. Hopefully he gets a little bit of time there. Troy Bount Jr., I'm super stoked to see what he can bring to the rotation. Um, Vooch, (laughs) Daniel Tice, I mean, there's new look Bulls. Vooch. New look Bulls, new attitude. Let's ride. Let's get some W's, man. Let's get some W's. Let's make let's make it happen. And I, I really think that this team is poised to do it. So um, this is where we leave you. We're going to go watch the uh, the Arturis Karnaschovas press conference. And um, I'm sure we'll tweet during it, whatever. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. You got any closing thoughts, my man? We believe. Let's go listen to the man, the myth, the legend, explain to us how he pulled off this fleecing. Yeah. And don't worry, Ray, don't worry. You didn't miss it because this will be available in podcasting form. Don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to release this as a podcast. I know it's not a post game, but I'm going to release it into a podcast. So everybody could listen to all the questions that were asked by everybody. Um, you know, and you can watch us on YouTube as well. So you can see the, you know, if you ask a question, your name will pop up on there. If that's what you're into, it's all good. Um, if you're into that kind of self vanity, yeah, yeah, if you're into that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's whatever. So, yeah, let's get this uh press conference done. Let's be excited about the Chicago Bulls' new direction and finally a direction. And let's go, Bulls. <laughs>